In a world of blockbuster movies, there is another dimension. The dimension of schlock cinema. Join us at Beautiful Disasters on a journey into the fringe territory of B-movie abandon. We review the flicks that are forgotten or underappreciated to give them a proper place in the annals of celluloid history. I'm the Groots. F.U. Hunter. Your guides at Beautiful Disasters. Come along with us for a fun ride. May, May the, the schlock be with you. expressed on Geek Father are those of the panelists and not those of the Geeks Under the Influence Network, their affiliates, or sponsors. Listener discretion is advised. This is for the parents and not for the kiddies. Geek Fire! Can you try one more time? Say no. Geek Father real loud. Geek Fire way out! Hey guys, welcome back. That's right, if you survived the little cold blast that we had and you're keeping your toes all nice and warm at this point, that's right, you're listening to The Geek Fathers, bringing all the trials and tribulations of being a geeky parent right to your face, your ear holes, your what, whatever, we're bringing it to you here. Uh, so of course, if you hear me already tripping over my right feet. Right down your ear holes. That's, that's right. right. I am Scotty P., here for you, and of course, my partner in crime, the guy beside me, fellow baldness, glassing, glasses wearing, fool with beards yeah. and such. You know, I've got some, smash. Some bitch. What's going some on? Bitch. Man? Well, I wasn't gonna go all some bitch on you, a but some, you know, some bitch. A some bitch. Some bitch. Yeah, that's right. What's going on? None, man. Cheers. Cheers, sir. Merry Christmas and happy holidays to Merry all. Merry Christmas and happy uh, holidays. Yeah, we last brought to you right before Christmas, so of course, uh, in timing with our episode release, we're coming to you right before New Year's. Yeah. That's right, so just as the disclaimer always, party safely, mm-hmm. be mindful of others, be respectful of others, and bring in the New Year, hopefully with friends and families, uh, right. you know, people that you're close with, because now you are officially listening to 2022 our year-end review. review. That's right, baby. That's right. Woo! We got, you know, movies and streaming. We got a lot to talk and it, about. Well, when we're going to try to fit it. We're not doing an extra episode here, so we got to try to fit whatever we can into our normal blabbering, old man mm. tangent, whatever it may be. That's so, right. So, guys, we're going to be all over the place with this episode, but basically, again, we're getting ready for the new year, guys. Uh, we know this year has been, to say the least, crazy, nuts. Not always going our way, but we're coming out on top either way, and we're hopefully going to be doing the same going into 2023. Yeah. So that's the plan. I don't, you know, I, that that's the I, plan. I um, hope the kids are on board because we're this train is rolling. I saw, so, I saw, you know, a funny TikTok video on Instagram because of, you know, too good to have TikTok. Mm-hmm. It's the same thing. And it was essentially... I watch all my TikTok through Facebook Reels like a real grown-up. That's right. I saw yeah. that, too. And yes. I was like, God damn, I identify with that shit. <laughs> yes. My wife had me, like, pinned to that. She's like, that's what you do. That's right. Yeah. I'm an old man. What Everything's outdated there that we do. Damn right. All damn red right. are outdated. Uh, but it was... Roll. Yeah, the video was... the. It was funny because it was like... It was like, you know... Going into uh, 2023, like, new year, new me? No, fuck that. No. I'm going into 2023 army crawling. 
I'm gonna take right. my time. I'm gonna, right. I'm gonna look around we, before I get we, before we, I get started. We are being so cautious right now. I swear. Well, and and of course, again, the the Facebook memories popping up of like what was the the real bad one like around 2016. Where it was all like hoping next year's not a shit show like 2016 and I don't I don't I had so many of those Facebook memories pop up from then I was like man I mean we've had some a rough few years since then but that that was a peak one that was a peak time in terms of society I think we've had a good year since ninety six maybe maybe ninety seven yeah the. I mean, if if we really want to put it out there, yeah, as an old man and growing up in that time, the the nineties were the tits, yeah. dude. I would say even later, so, I think ninety nine, two thousand. Obviously, I think nine eleven yeah. changed. That started that started the wave of change for for, it did, for a lot actually. of things. Yeah, you're uh, right. I mean, and and we're at that point now where a lot of people weren't even alive to really see that pivot point on no, the way. Or if they were, changed. they were too young to understand. I actually know someone whose birthday was on 9-11 that year. Oh, that's their, a, that's... Their, mother, their mother was in the middle of labor by the time the second plane hit. Jeez. Yeah. So, well, it's you can crazy. Help, you know, I mean, that's, that's, uh, that's definitely, that's something, I can't imagine having that birthday every year. It's got to feel so overshadowed. I wonder if they, uh, you know. Yeah. Not to... so much anymore, I would think. Yeah, but probably definitely, not as but much definitely anymore. the first five to ten years was heavy. Five to ten years. That's a lot. Fuck, dude. I mean No shit. But it, you know, the whole but everything's you know, the whole everything's just changed so much. And you know, this year personally for for both of us and for a lot of others, there's a lot of tragedy. You know, there's a absolutely. lot of loss. Yes. Uh, a lot of, you know, probably potential PTSD or anxiety caused from it all. But you know, we, Very true. We persevere, and and that's where I, I'm. For me, going into 2023 is I am cautious while trying to play the long game and be, you know, as I get Absolutely, older, it's yeah. more about the long game than it is. Very much so, and then that's why we're we are going to try to touch more on, you know, we each other. Well, always. Yes. I mean, duh. But <laughs> off camera. Off cam. Well, fortunately, this is an audio podcast. This is not visual, which I've always oh, said. I mean, I told you, I have a face for audio. That's we'll leave it at yeah. that. So, but we're going to be talking about some fun movies, though, um, because we've always, even on this show, being a parenting one, uh, I should say, especially being a parenting one, we always talk about a variety of movies, TV shows, and there was so much that came out this past year. Yeah, there was a lot of uh, bigums. There was. There were some big ones. There were some fun little indie ones. We're not, again, we're not going to touch on everything. And we haven't seen everything. I mean, dude, that, that's I, impossible. Gro- it's Gro- impossible. Groot's put it the best way, and other people have said this as well, where it's not a matter of the access you have. It's a matter of there's just too much content. You cannot mm-hmm. keep up with it. I mean, you probably could, but you don't have much of a social life, and you definitely don't have kids. Oh, that's true. That's I mean true. that that's and that's not to say it to be mean. That's just the way it rolls. And, I mean, and eventually here we're going to roll into like sort of a rapid fire on streaming as well as like theatrical releases. Going to try to, uh, well, but before we get into that, maybe we should probably we should probably go over a little bit of uh, our f- personal favorites for 2022, and it doesn't have to be any similar thing. Like. Or same thing. It could be either theatrical. It could be either streaming. Whatever you want. Sure. But in terms, if you had to pick a top three, 
of the best Whoa. content that you your brain downloaded this year, what would it be? Wow. Um it's hard because there's so there, much shit. There is, and 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 that's the whole thing is is that um besides a few things just keeping up with just to keep up with it in general, it was really trying to push my children into venturing out a little bit. There were man. I, I will say and, and man, I'm gonna be all over the board with this top three thing because and this that's may fine. not even be my final top three for stuff. But it's the it's hard it's hard to come up because there's I mean there's probably hundreds of things that could pop into your brain. Sure. Uh but you know, this would be like the absolute top content that you watched, whether with your kids or alone. Does there's no restriction on this one. Just top well, three. There there there's gonna be well, one of the top ones is gonna be a movie, which was X. Uh, which led into the the movie that I, which unfortunately I haven't seen the sequel to it yet. Well, technically prequel, uh, yeah. to, uh, Pearl. Pearl. But yeah. X, I haven't seen either or. So, uh, great. I mean, you you love the slasher, different demented horror movie. You know, scary shit. Yeah. Uh, great movie, and ended up being a just the reason why it's so memorable. Besides being a great horror movie in general, is it was a first date night that the wife and. I, and I had after a long period oh, of time. Oh, has special meaning. Yeah. That's yes, cool. Yes, exactly. So, I mean, there, there's always that. I would say, I may give a, I may give a fourth because uh, we did our first full family outing to a movie theater this year, all four of us. Okay. Which was Thor: Love and Thunder. Okay. So that that's a top one, even though I does that based on experience versus the actual content of the movie? Yes. Okay. Because, I, I totally get that. Because we, we've talked Thor, and if you go back and listen to the GUI flagship episode on Thor, I was on that one mm -hmm. as well. Yeah, we it we kind of ripped it a new one. It, again Yeah, when you're when you're out of that like haze of like your children like that experience you have with your kids at the theater, um, where they're enjoying a movie. You know, my yeah. you know, my daughter, she would at the end of every movie, especially because when she was younger, it was more kid related, obviously. Absolutely, yeah. Um, you know, at the end, they'd have some some song or some pop song, and at the end of every movie, she'd get up, and, and as everybody's leaving the theater and there's no one in there, she's up front and dancing in front of the screen. And, yeah. You know, it's she doesn't really do that anymore, but it's those experiences that can make a movie exactly fun or good. Like, I wouldn't go back and watch, you know, something right now. Like, recently, I think I saw Red... Not Red 2, like uh, Red Panda or Yeah, know, Red Panda on Disney Plus. Or not 2, but Red Panda, yes. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, which was okay. But watching it with her, she was really, you know, she enjoyed it. And so I, I was enjoying it with her. But watching it alone, I was like, it's okay. It's not amazing. Like, it's pretty no. good. Yeah, there's definitely... Well, and that even leads into... Like I said, I'm going to technically have four. My third one... Which is a series on Netflix. Uh, I think one of my kids actually jumped ahead on us. But there is a cartoon series on there called Dead End Paranormal Park. And if you know my kids at all, you know they have a love for the horror, different stuff like that. I'll even bring up another series that Logan loves to watch, a little documentary series. However, the main character in this is a transgender person who has issues at home, mm -hmm. finds their way to working in a park that ends up being haunted by this one popular character, person, actress, and everything, and creates friends, does all this stuff, while one of their friends is a 
demon from, and there's an actual elevator in their house that goes up and down. That's pretty cool. And but but the stories told in the different thing in this cartoon is it's hilarious. It's kid friendly, even though I'm sure some of the stuff I just said, some people are like oh, a gasp and clutching their pearls, and oh, you yeah. know, I mean, in terms of, in terms of us as geek fathers. Uh, you know, there's a lot of parents out there. They have a much different perception of it. They're not into the content like that. And so they're right. a little more restrictive. Some, I'm sure, are a lot more yeah, restrictive. Absolutely. So. But the but the whole thing is is that it, it puts so much out there on Front Street, but is still so kid-friendly as well. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing explicit about this. There's jokes. There's certain things. A few jokes kind of go over the kids' heads a little bit. But they both enjoy it. They both comprehend, you know, where the characters, how they're developing. And it's a fun story. Yeah. So that's something that, it, it, that's a series that just myself and my children have watched together. You should show them Are You Afraid of the Dark? Old but, and new. I haven't watched yeah. a new one necessarily, so I'm not going to, uh, I don't have any particular opinion on it. I think I saw like the first five or ten minutes of the first episode. Trying to get them to sit down for a few things, but yeah, there there have been some adventures into trying to you know figure out a few other series. See if they can handle X Files. It might be too boring for that. Yeah, there's a little bit too much talky talky, um, depending on the episodes and stuff. But uh, but the fourth one, I'll say um, a big impact just for me because a lot of the subject matter was parenting children, carrying on the next level. Do, doing different things like that was Wakanda Forever, the sequel to Black Panther. That's a great movie. And for me personally, I that that touched on like home to me on so many levels. Like me personally, as a parent, as a child, as a you know trying to you know how do you fight the powers that be to make a better world? You know, you know however you want to go on it. Again, I was fortunate enough to be on GY flagship episode for that one as well. Right. That one. Uh, and also, I push on that because, man, I we, we should probably have checked the dates beforehand, but there may be one more episode, or if that if they haven't done the last episode already... Now, G- I think the last G-Y episode flagship. comes after the new year. Are they doing one more? I, I, I couldn't it, remember what Hobbit and Lowdown were, were I be, scheduling. I believe so. it's, yeah, it's after the new year, so definitely keep a, keep an so, ear out for that. So it definitely will not social, go past January, I know that much. Yeah. So... But yeah, th- that was that was really my top ones where I, I think of, you know, what, what hit hard, you know, not only as in great content, but a little bit of family meaning as well. Yeah. For those. So, I spin it back to you, of course, sir. Your top three of the year. Uh, well, Stranger Things season four. Um, hands down. Good one. Um, you know what? I could I could just make a top five as well because we wa- did watch. I mean, listen, we can make a top fifty, we, but we, I wanted to do did, the top we, three of twenty twenty two. But we did watch that that season as a family as well. We totally did a binge watch on that together, yeah. all four of us. So, um, and I would say, I mean, I'll I'll mix it up and and I'll mix it because I have a a couple. I have another streaming one, but I would say uh, Stranger Things season four. Um, in terms of theatrical release, Top Gun Maverick. I mean, hands down. Bat- the Batman was great. I really enjoyed it. It was the Batman was, it was awesome. a bit reductive, and uh, you know, it was kind of like there was. A... Well, we we all know DC is about to. Get, I know get a it's about to switch wash, up, and so. it's it's a great movie. But there's there's a lot of things in there that I I was like after 
thinking about it, I was like, it really didn't didn't need to be there. There wasn't these. I know there's action and stuff, but this is mm-hmm. supposed to be more detective related. So, so I had my issues. But Top Gun Maverick, I've watched it like fuck like twenty times. I'm telling you, it is a great goddamn. We, we movie. have access to Paramount Plus. Like, I, I mean, I was. It, it's a great a, a sequel, especially after decades after the original mm-hmm. one. It's a, it's a fun movie. I love it. It, it expands a little bit on the storyline. I do kind of miss the fact of I was told that it would have been a great one to see in theater, at least in IMAX, just because of how it was shot. Cinematography-wise oh, yeah. with the planes and, you know. Yeah. That was, yeah. So. Come on. I, I Any geek the... father would have known to go into that. Oh, and I knew that. I just didn't get a chance to. That's well, that's my whole thing. Yeah. Well, it also to call, literally cost you a small fortune for you and the, the whole family. Oh, sure. Take out a second mortgage on the house oh, just to take For a fucking 3D yeah. movie? Yeah. yeah. Or not 3D, but an IMAX? IMAX, For sure. Yes. Or 3D, to be honest. IMAX 3D. Fuck. Oh, Jesus. That's no. expensive. Um, and for me, it was a triple thing because it was I got to see it with, you know, Jem. And who, you know, if anybody out there doesn't know, like we, we just recently got engaged. Yay! Yay! So, you know, I saw it with her and we, we loved it so much. It's like our movie now. It's so weird how that happens sometimes where you're like the most unexpected. She had never seen the original, you know? And, and we went and saw it and it like blew her away. And she was like, that was awesome. And and honestly, Maverick had a way better love story. I mean, they, they finally gave, I mean, I could... On a personal level, well, they okay. did it really well, and they it was it yeah, was but just... but they finally gave Maverick a love, a, like a true love interest, not just a throwaway love mm-hmm. that you know you knew that was not going to last after the well, movie. I think even you know... some of the tagline for criticism, like you know, <clears throat> promoting the movie as far as commercials, is just like you know, like like bring you know bringing back the magic of filmmaking, like old like something like that. But I mean, yeah. I agree with. There's there's a way that that movie is made that it made me feel the way that I felt when I watched older did, movies. Did you not hear when I was how they younger. had to film that? No, no, I yeah, it was and it was a law practice. And I think like that, the way they had the camera sitting in the cockpit, and then they because there was so like the equipment they actually had outside attached to the plane, like they rigged these cameras. And it was actually Tom Cruise flying. No, I know that. Like, I know that. But but like the, the way I think, they got I these... think a lot of them were. I think the whole team were flying in for, some for form a, or fashion. For a lot of them. But the way they filmed it, the cameras were attached to actual planes flying. It wasn't like stock footage of other random things. Everything you saw in this movie were people flying planes to film for this movie. Oh, yeah. So all the tricks, all the stuff. Well, look, the opening know. of the movie, he's flying an experimental jet, and he's going over to the, contr- like the control, um, the guard tower. Yeah. Well, not tower, yeah. but the guard uh, stand or whatever it is. Right. Hut. <laughs> and he's going, and um, and the generals just showed up, and, and it's going, and the top, like, blows up. You know, like it, because of the, because of the, the force the, of the, the plane going, impact, yeah, the, yeah, just just rip the roof up, and that was unintentional. But it's so good. I mean, <clears throat> the way that they started that movie was just great for me. Right. Uh, nostalgia when they started it with the song, but they oh, didn't. Sure. They didn't. Yeah, yeah. They didn't. They did use nostalgia, but they didn't use it in a cheap way. Not that I felt. No, um, no. I think they used it in a really good way to further story along. Now, all these things might have things in common with their predecessor, that's why they're a sequel. Yeah. Uh, they're built off of the same story. And let me raise my glass to Val Kilmer. Yes. For actually overcoming all the health shit that he had or has. And actually, the fact that he spoke lines. 
I was like, oh man, because you know, like if you if you know, I, I bet that had to hurt like a son of a. That's bitch. what I mean, like like that whole. Well, as soon as I heard the line of his wife in the movie going, it even hurts to talk. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh man, is he actually going to say something? Because if if anybody listening doesn't know about Val Kilmer, he was it actually cancer or something else? I can't remember, but. Something basically, it some disease attacked his throat like totally out of the blue some years ago, mm-hmm. and that's why he hasn't been acting. Yeah, and he's just and uh, like when he popped up in a Jane Silent Bob reboot, he played the reboot version of Silent Bob so he wouldn't have to talk. Yeah, you know, it was little stuff like that when he started making his appearances, which is again. pretty awesome that he was in that. By the oh, way. dude, yeah, I mean, I love it, but the fact that he came back as Iceman. That they were still friends, and you know th- they led into a great with the texting, and then when Maverick first shows up to see him, he's he's typing on his computer, and then he actually has a couple lines that he says. Well, I was like, oh, well, and with the dialogue, oh, and it was good. Um, you know, Miles Teller uh, was excellent. Like everybody oh, yeah, was just yeah. so good. I mean, the fight sequence at the end, after they complete their mission, and spoiler alert. Uh, Miles Teller, uh, you know, Maverick gets shot down, and Miles Teller goes back for him. Right. Uh, and they have to end, end up getting in an F-14, F-14, which is what Tom Cruise flew in the original to- a Top Gun. Right. And in the movie, he's even like, it's, it's been a while. Like, it's uh, yeah. like it's old as shit. And Miles Teller, as his, as his backup, back there... Was like every line that he did, no matter how simplistic it was, was yeah. the timing was so perfect that even every time I watch it, we laugh. Or well, when he was talking about, well, you need to find this one fuse, and he's like, "There are so many fuses," and he's like, "I don't yeah. know, that was your father's job." Uh, yeah, <laughs> it was just I'll like, figure oh, it out. Yeah. Just, I'll figure it out. <laughs> right. And then when the um, when the um, fifth gen fighter like does that, like opens like thirty flaps and like flips around, like does some weird shit, and I was like. Like what? And you just hear Tom Cruise is just like what? And Miles telling the back is like what the fuck was that? Like yeah. it was just so perfectly timed that no matter how simple some of the lines might have been, were just delivered so perfectly. But it was the play. But but that was and, I, and unfortunately I'm I'm horrible about the the name of the actor who played Goose in the original. But if you but if you remember from the original, that was the exact banter that both Goose and Maverick had as well. No, it was and very the original, much so. and but the, but the way they had it so natural as banter, it wasn't like a forced acting thing. Just reading a script, right? That that does tend to come off sometimes with certain things like that. But it, it was a very natural back and forth for them, and that helped add to the movie as well. So yeah, I agree. So that's my number two, and then number three. It would have been different, but up until recently, but I finally. We sat and we watched Wednesday. I gotta give it to Wednesday. That show was fucking awesome. I have not seen it yet. It is awesome, and Jenna Ortega slays it. Everybody in that movie kills it. It's Tim Burton at like his horror best because right, it's a little violent, even for like you know. I guess Batman's in my mind's like the most more violent one that I can think of that he's done. True. Uh, that wasn't you know so like it wasn't more of the animated style. It was just so just. It was awesome. I was right. so blown away. I didn't. I was like not very interested in it at all. My daughter had seen it. Mm-hmm. I'd heard great things, and then one day, you know, me and Jen, we sat down and didn't have anything to do that day. And it was early in the day, like ten o'clock in the morning. 
Nice. And that was an entire day binge, pretty much. And we see that's what I started to do too. Yeah, we started it, and it was just like after the first episode, we're like, "Fuck, that was that was good." Like Jennifer yeah. Tate is killing it. Yep. And Christina Ricci was great as you know as Wednesday, but I think she said it best. I saw it was some clip, not clip, but it was like a. Like, like a, an interview. A transcribed piece. part of the oh, inter- over okay, picture okay. sort of thing of what she was saying and talking about how she feels about the Wednesday. And she's like, uh, about Jenna Ortega's money. She's like, I, she thinks it's amazing. And I agree with it that, you know, it's like Wednesday's always been a supporting character. And it's the first time she's up front and center. And Fester is great. And they did movies which more centered around him. Yeah. Uh, but, well, yeah, the remake the, with uh, Angelica Houston and uh, Raul Julia for the lead roles right yeah stuff. from yeah, the yeah, original yeah. tv show right, right uh you know we're we're fantastic and um but this one centering around wednesday she's the way that tim burton and his crew uh showed it, it was just a, actually a very layered performance which shocked me i was like yeah. i didn't think you could do that something like that with a character like wednesday but mm-hmm. i guess when he put her through and the way the script was written by the end of the show yeah. it was like what the fuck just happened? The, yeah, like see, what just? I feel like I just got pistol whipped, but with but was like such good content. <laughs> um, so, anyways, that would be my top three. But I definitely, if Fair. you haven't seen it, watch Wednesday and watch it with the family. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, I was about to say that's it's gonna... got that horror element that the that uh, just enough that's appropriate enough for the kids to love as well. Yeah, well, I mean, you know, my kids, kids too. Yeah, they, they they love some of that horror stuff. And it, it sounds like that's probably what's going to happen is that it's, it's going to be like one of those where we may have a bad weather day again or something, mm-hmm. and we're all just stuck inside, and it's just like put that on and watch it and just have a day on the couch is probably what's going to happen for there, so... Yeah, that's I mean, and there's but there's and there's so much more content. I could go into Willow. I think my fourth would be well, Willow. Well, currently. Willow isn't done yet, but it's, it's so not. Far. That's why. That's why. That's why I didn't put it on the list. Yeah. Uh, but in every episode, like I have my issues with it, but it's been blowing me away. You know, yeah. we can go oh, on absolutely. nerd tangent right oh, now. Oh, 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 we could so nitpick that thing right now. But but that is the struggle that I've had, where I'm just like, as soon as I was like, oh yeah, Willow's coming out, and even my wife is kind of like, eh. But right. I'm like to my kids, I'm like, no, we gotta watch this movie and watch this see fucking Mad Mardigan? Are yeah. you kidding me? And they're like they're like basically like going, What what the fuck? And yeah. walking out of the room, I'm like, No, it's Willow. Yeah, <laughs> like on. are you kidding me? Yes, like, I saw Val I saw Willow the in the theaters. I know. It's amazing. God damn, it's awesome. It's a great I, I watched it this before I watched the series, I rewatched the movie because it's been a long time. And I mean, obviously, Fair. effects wise, you know, you have to kind of readjust your. Uh, well, because what was Willow like? Late eighties. Oh, it was like eighty. I want to like eighty eight. Yeah, eighty seven, eighty eight. Because yeah, uh, something like cause, that. Uh, Warwick Davis was really young because I think he had just eighty three was. Um, eighty three was um, Return of the Jedi. Return of the Jedi, and he was yeah he was coming off that as Wicked. and I'm sure he's done um, he did a million things in between. Then I'm I'm not sure what that was, but when few, he, yeah. when he got Willow, he was young, like he was he was well he was basically his, he he was still technically a kid when he did Star Wars. He was a kid, yeah. The first Star Wars, so, I'm pretty sure he was like uh, an actual like kid. Yeah, but so he so I want to say. Yeah, so it was still late 80s, man. I, I want to say, see, now I'm going to... 
Yeah, Google that shit because yeah. I'm telling you, I'm like, doing your job. Remember, it was definitely it was <laughs> it was definitely you're, late eighties. You're sure. supposed to be doing this, not me. Well, you've already started. With no reason to stop. Nineteen eighty eight. Yeah. Yeah, nineteen eighty eight. So, so that's you know, and effects wise, like they were actually ahead of their not. I would say ahead of their time. They weren't you know Spielberg sort of. It but, was still George Lucas with magic was, um, and light rain. You know, Luke, yeah, I, um, I, Skywalker Ranch and all that stuff. Yeah. Where he had, he had already built his own company for doing the special effects right. at that point. So yeah, yeah it was top notch shit. What, whatever Magic Light and something is the name of the company. I think it's or at uh, least it was. I can't remember. It it ILM no. Was it ILM? Industrial Light Magic. Industrial Light Magic. That's what it Indust- is. Yeah, ILM. Thank you. Um, they but they did a great job. Even like the transformation Absolutely. of the trolls to the you know to the special effects of um uh like Willow whenever he used the power or essentially the uh, glowing on the wand yeah. to whatever it made yeah. like yeah absolutely or Bad Morta you know so as special effects wise like for that time it was really good yeah and I mean they did pretty good uh and I enjoyed watching it like watching it I automatically felt like I was you know like six seven years old. Like just being like, this is the greatest thing. Taking it back seen. to just some of that early fantasy yeah. stuff, where you know, you you know, Lord of the Rings is is you know, a lot of people say the all time fantasy, but that when it comes down to it, Lord of the Rings is still way more adult. Willow gave you a taste of all the good stuff, but can be way younger and still comprehend the stuff going on. Yeah, and never, you know? yeah, it wasn't you know like going raunchy, and it was it's very oh it's, yeah, it's actually a very family you know movie. I tried to get. I try to get the kid to watch it, but you know it might be too old for her. That it's definitely she might appreciate uh, it for you know older to laugh at it maybe, but uh, you know yeah. Well, the series definitely has a little bit more little one liner jokes and stuff, which is well. The series has the humor, like it yeah. has the atmosphere that Willow presented, and that's that's really important because I didn't you know everything else is character wise, and they're going to bring them back as they bring them sure, back. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, the at but watching it was like oh I feel like I'm watching the Willow movie. But it's not the Willow movie. It's something, and it's its own yeah. thing. It really is. And they did great. They've done great with the movie and the dialogue. And it's almost a very almost like contemporary ish in the way sure. that they do. You know, it's very contemporary. So, yeah. um, I think they've done a great job. And and honestly, if I had seen the end, um, and it and it's as good as I think it's going to be, uh, I would probably put that above Wednesday. But Right now, Wednesday stands at number three of and the best co- of the best content that I've seen so far in 2022. Right, because I was about to say there, what there's what a minimum of three more episodes of Willow, so it's going to go into the next to next year sure. and all that. So, right, but uh, but that what that's it's, a oof, yeah, it's so good, so much, it's so it's good, so much and so good. Uh, all right, now we, uh, I will I will say uh-oh. we just caught. We just caught, we watched the final ending because you got caught up. Yes. We can go ahead and talk I, real quick about, uh, do you think, uh, spoiler alert to anyone who hasn't watched the Will TV series, cut it off now because we're talking about the most For at least episode. a few minutes because we're already, we've already gone such a deep dive on everything. Are we're we running behind? Uh, we're, we're at just over 30 minutes already. Oh, wow. So we got to get into our speed rounds and then. Right. We got right. to get the speed rounds, people. Okay. So, real quick, how would you rate that episode compared to the ones you've seen so far? One through <sighs> ten. Obviously, ten being the best. Wow. Um, to actually rate it, that's that's going to be the hard part. It's definitely at least an eight. 
Okay. I would say that's fair because well, no episode is going to be a ten right now. No, because I've still got too much to nitpick. There's no on. that we need more connected tissue. A nine. I'm going to hold off on a nine because I fingers crossed. I still have hope for a Val Kilmer cameo as Mad Martin. I certainly hope so. I mean, they can do it. They can de-age him. He doesn't even have to speak if his they, son can do it. They it's Disney. They can fucking do anything they, they want. Technically, they don't have to de-age him, really, no, if I'm, you think about it either. I'm sure they built an, a lifelike android model of him, and then, his, and then his son can do the voice. Yes. And there you go. Very much so. I mean, you know, listen, uh, when it came to Luke Skywalker Dude, in The yeah. Mandalorian Season 2... I mean, that... I mean, his, that was Mark Hamill. That was Mark Hamill, and all they with, did, and he fought, and all they did was DH him. Yep, with the computer. So it's it's anything is possible at this yeah. moment, um, and you got a taste of it in this episode with his voice well, calling out and, to his and, daughter. Well, you have the voice for something like that, which we don't know if it's actually him or not, though. That's the key. But also, it's very easy to say neck injury. He can't talk. Yeah, but if he still has the strength. And any of the skill set to flip a sword a little bit, stab a couple baddies, we don't know. I don't. I'm, that might be stretched. I a. I don't think they're going to do that just because he was calling out to her. So maybe I don't, I don't know that him. You know, unless he was doing it telepathically, it could, because his son could also even be a stunt double for him too. When it comes down to well, it. that's what I'm saying. Like they can you know, do that and 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 then put put his face on there. They can they can make it happen so that the. The Mad Martin. It's all about should, camera angle and just a, a right. brush up on the photo. So we have high so. hopes. We have high hopes for it. But yes. uh, in this episode, I would probably rate it. I I think eight is fair. Um, I do eight point five just because. Um, well, this is where the story gets heavy too. It, because it got it got heavy, but everybody's one liners were on point. The jokes were on point. Yeah. The drama's on point, and Christian fucking Slater. He was gleaming the cube, baby. Dude, I'm telling you right uh -huh. now, I never get tired. He's such a fun actor, and he's a good actor, and I love, I'll, you know, pump up the volume, which we talked about a million times before. Yes, yes. Um, from, you know, Cuffs to uh, Heathers, uh, Even gleaming the cube. That, that god-awful alone-in-the-dark horror movie based on a game-type movie that he did, it wasn't him that was bad. That was just shitty writing. Hard Rain, know? who we, we did with uh, Morgan Freeman, which is about a flood oh, happening yeah, during Bank yeah. Heist. Uh, you know, good. was actually good. It was yeah. really well done. You know, You're like right. I've watched, I've seen that like within the past few years. And he's done some great TV series stuff that we yeah. were talking about, like Mr. Robot. There was that one we can't remember the title for off the top of my head. Where he's a secret agent, doesn't know he's a secret agent. Right. Which is funny when he does Mr. It's Robot, like, where he's a secret agent of right. some type, you know. Right. But. And so, I mean, it, him being, and he did a phenomenal job. He turned this, what probably could have been. A very easy throwaway character, uh, and just gave it fucking life. Has his man. guessing how much he's actually going to be in the series. Yeah. yeah. So, and it's, at this point, you don't know because you know you don't know if he's a shithead. Again, spoilers. And he's Mad Morgan's brother, which I didn't know. Allegash. Well, yeah. They again, it was kind of it was kind of made to be a throwaway line, but if you caught it, you're like, hold on, wait a minute. Let's rethink this a bit. Yeah. And yeah. So it's And he's and he was with traveling if you've watched the show so far, then you know he he you find out that he was traveling with his brother, Mad Mardigan, and uh uh a Squire Borman. And Borman, right. Yeah, which is Mad Mardigan's squire, but has there there is controversy on if there is actual betrayal or what happened at this point. At this point I don't know what the fuck to believe. No. But I do know I do know we'll find out 
And I'm really hoping, like you said, uh, Mad Mardigan uh, explains it all in some. They do it in some cool way like that. Yeah. Obviously, Bad Morta is the baddie, and she's going to come around to it. So absolutely, um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That's our that's Willow. If you haven't watched it, fucking watch it. If, if yeah, you, even if you, if you caught these spoilers, yeah, well no. worth the watch on the series yeah. and all right, more fun stuff. All right, so now so quick fun segment. This is a speed round. Oh, I'm Lord. essentially I'm gonna I'm gonna do I'm gonna name off ten streaming and ten theatrical, and you just one word answer. It's either pass if you haven't seen it, great or bad. And I know that there's a lot of gray area there, but in terms of speed round, that's what I okay. want. Or you can do okay. You're you're way more prepared on this than I. Th- this will probably just be a one way conversation, really. All right, so I'm just going to ask you, and okay. I'm just going to do. I'm going to say the name. You either know it or you don't. Pass. Good. Bad. Okay. All right. Go. All right. Here we go. I'm going to start with theatrical releases. Okay. The Batman. Good. Scream. Good. Jurassic World Dominion. Eh. Pass. Pass. Thor Love and Thunder. As a nerd, I'll have to pass. Okay. Morbius? Oh, god awful. God, get that the fuck away from me. Maverick? Pass. Or, no, good. I mean, good. The Lost City? The Lost... Oh, shit, haven't seen that yet. Okay. Damn. Pass. Sonic the Hedgehog 2? Oh, good. Awesome. Good. Awesome. And... I think I'll go ahead and, you know what? I know you haven't seen it. I, well, I know you have seen it because you talked about it earlier, so I'll just throw it out there. Uh, Wakanda Forever. Always two thumbs up, top ten, always. Okay. Yes. All right, so we'll do. I an- probably didn't answer those correctly, but everybody understood what I was saying. All right. So, all right, now I'm going to throw this out. And this is just streaming, so it could be movies or, or shows. Okay. Um, uh, Pearl. Oh, thumbs up. Thumbs up. Smile. Haven't seen it yet. Uh, Bullet Train. Have not seen it yet. Pass. Ah. Okay. Um, Matrix. Resurrection. Oh, awesome. Awesome. You enjoyed it? Wow. You're the first person that I have I've really heard say that. No, I thought it was great. I mean, they they adapted the time well. I mean, what... For for creating a storyline for how again why these sequels are coming out of nowhere, who knows? I mean, people need to make money, I guess. But the way they updated how the Matrix works, mm-hmm. how a few things have changed, how it has gone on beyond a god complex, and that there's you know just the way there's this weird balance on things mm-hmm. it i i i thought it was a, a great job on what they did you thought so okay yeah for especially for being i would say for um for some of those people involved with it it was it was definitely a cash grab oh for sure but keanu is king always they still had great actors throughout the whole movie including someone who will always be one of my top actors which is neil patrick harris okay uh obi-wan kenobi Fuck yes. And Andor. Oh, awesome. Yes. Uh, all, yes. Yes. And I'm going to throw this out there because I'm in the cur- I'm currently watching it. Sandman. I have not seen Sandman yet. Again, that's one of those where it's just like, I haven't touched Netflix a whole lot mm-hmm. other than very, like I got caught up on some of the Mike Flanagan stuff mm-hmm. earlier this year, but I haven't touched Netflix a whole lot other than a couple of the things I've watched with the kids. All right, and I only have one more of the boys, season three. Oh, fuck yes. 
That's oh, a fuck yes. Yeah, that's, that's a good. Oh yeah, that's, that's a good. good. That's okay. a good. Yeah. I, again, I probably didn't answer it the way you were intended, but I think it was it was a given on. <laughs> That's <laughs> what everything <fine>. was. <laughs> so, and see, I don't even have that shit for you. So, this is totally going to be a one sided thing. Uh, I mean, it doesn't have to. I mean, you could, uh, you know, listen, there's, there's, there's plenty of lists you could think off the top of your head, but I, I know that we don't have the time because uh, we went off on everything else. So, True. next time you get to do that for me, starting our first episode of 2023. Well, I will think of a good list of... We'll do a bleed-over segment, and you well, get to ask me. it may not even be a bleed-over. I may change it a little bit. But we'll, All right. Well, we'll find out. We'll, we'll have some fun going into 2023. We'll make sure our first episode has some giddiness to it, if you will. Mm-hmm. So That's our comparing segment. Do we, have we done it yet? Are we going to do it? Do we have time? We have time for... Absolutely. We have time for a comparing. That's right. Uh, and, of course, I'm going to meme-meme the shit out of you. For everything I've got, because you know that's the way I, I always love to roll. And I'm not going to go. Shit. I'm not going to go into a huge comparing segment on my end with statistics stuff because I, there's a I lot know, of cassette. Mr. Detail, right? I so know. I am going to only say this: current, uh, from what I found from current statistics, is PewResearch.org uh, shows that in terms of majority of parents concerned that their child might. Uh, spend too much time on screens and have reached out to doctors, right? And I think we've, we've previously touched on this, but I oh, wanted yeah, to get absolutely. actual uh, uh, facts that they ever get uh, parenting advice or information about screen time. And this is what doctors say. 61% doctors and other medical professionals, uh, yes. And that's a, that's a lot. Like, as a parent, be like, you know, should they have screen time is more of a psychological thing but I can see how it would affect them if they're, you know, going to sleep with the TV on, things like that. If right, they, right. It, it can affect their sleep time. Sure. But uh, 70, they have a 71% rate as far as uh, parents that are concerned that their child might uh, ever spend too much time in front of the screens, right? Uh, so, and then you have 84% that are confident in their ability to know how much screen time is appropriate for their child. So I bet you that that most of those percentages is probably interchangeable where the people are like, sure, yes, yeah. I do get concerned. At the same time, I'm confident enough as a parent to know when enough is enough. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm in that boat 100%. Yeah. You know, where I sit there and go, I mean, we, because right now, you know, we were recording the, the last week of holiday break. So it's the kids got extra games for Christmas. They've had some extra game time. They've had some more leeway on stuff but it's also going like no we got to get back on the schedule we got to start doing this yeah you know so it's it's that battle of i know you'll be okay but i still have to put it into your mind that you're not supposed to be having as much game time during the week like with or any screen time whatsoever right it includes you know, watching things too, but I, I, you know, I can see where you know eighty, you know, over eighty percent of the parents are like, listen, we're confident to know how to raise our kid in this age. Sure. At the same time, you have a lot that are not so. Con- I mean, you you have a high, a high percentage that are not confident in a in a world of like, how do I raise my kid in this world? Sure. Uh, uh, this digital age with social media and things like that. But at you know, I do agree. That, like that number, I was like, damn, that's a lot of parents. Like, no, we're confident that we know. How to do this, how to navigate this, even though, you know, I don't know if it's the hardest age to be a parent, but it's definitely, uh, it's definitely it's a a rough, different, it's a different time. from our, what our parents dealt with. Sure. sure. My, my parents still have the confidence in the way they, 
you know, like, like I will always say, my parents, I don't see them as doing anything wrong with the way they raise us, but there was definitely that, their mentality of, they had a little bit of trouble with the ebbs and flow of the changing times. Right. Well, you once, know, that once was you still... kind of get into the flow, though, you know, even the older, uh, you know, uh, the older generations, they can get into it. Oh, my, my, my parents. Popping a beer. There you go. And, and, and my parents have been great, like, doing stuff, but you can still definitely tell, like, some, like, certain comments. And, again, it's nothing, it's not bad comments, it's not wrong comments, but it's just, like, it's not quite that clear cut. Yeah. You know, there's there's still some different things happening. But that's a whole different story right there. So that actually kind of actually goes into, well, I'll just do the one meme because, again, we're a little short on time here and we still got to do our outro for everything. But that that even kind of goes into, or it can very much evolve into the, I've got a fun picture of a, a husband and wife. And you can definitely tell it's like from a murder documentary or going to be TV series. Right. So it almost looks like a take of that old school painting of the Um, farmer and his wife holding a shovel and a pickaxe or something. Well, the 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 pitchfork and all that. Yeah. But the husband is putting on like a a glove, like how you would hide your fingerprints. And the the woman is cutting a rose, kind of like almost like a, a Morticia style about to do that. But the times have changed, brother. That's true. But the caption is, my wife and me hearing some random person yell at our child. So, and the reason why I take that from the, some of the screen time and everything is because it's not a matter of yelling at the child. It's a matter of someone else thinking they can step over a certain line to, I don't even want to say discipline, but think they have the right to... What, parent your kid? Yeah, basically. Like that, like... There's a big difference between friends when we're like, no, 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 don't do that. And that's not my child, but it's my friend's child and they should know better. And how we handle family units, like non-blood family units, really is the best way to put that. Right, yeah. You know. Chosen family. Yeah, chosen family. Like, like there are times where it's like, you're at my house and my son pulls out a knife. You, You have all rights to be like, no, do not pull out a knife and take the knife away from him. For sure. You know, that's a little bit more and extreme. Absolutely. And I would expect you to do the same thing. <laughs> Absolutely. You know, there, there are certain things there that we would do for each other's yeah. children. Because it's through the safety of them as well. And exactly. as well. As, but if they say something or if they're playing on, on this a video game, you can come in and be like, you shouldn't be playing that. But like, who the fuck are you? Right. Exactly. Yeah. Get, exactly. Get out of my house. Yeah. And, and so it's just, it's, and especially when someone wants to, like, and, and I've, fortunately, I've never experienced this or else you would probably see me on the six o'clock news where the, this person will actually basically ignore the parent is there and they go and try to discipline or do something about yelling or telling the child what to do. And it's just like. <laughs> yeah. Hold on. You never overstep that line. No way. I've had to tell no. family, like, listen, maybe family. Yeah. But you're not their parent. That's me. You don't say or do those sort of things or that's and, me. Or, right. Even like well, especially like because like my parents watch the boys, but they're but even though I'm home working, yeah. There are still times where it's just like I let them deal with it because technically I am supposed to be working. It's supposed to be that mentality type thing that I'm working. Mm-hmm. But also if I step in because my child is starting to get a little like nuts about something, 
I'm going to step in because it's still my house, my child. I appreciate my parents helping out wherever possible. I, my parents know what I expect of them on what, how to take care of my children, but don't interfere. I don't care if I'm working or what the situation is between me and my child. I, no, it doesn't matter. That is me making sure my child is doing what I am raising them to do appropriately. Yes. Yes. And their Period. ass shall be beateth with greatest authority. Krampus will be coming late that's, this year. That's, that, that's righteth. And with that said. Too much With that saideth, we willeth say goodbyeth. But before we say goyeth. That's right. We'll get Reminds you all to, first off, thank you very much for supporting the Geek Fathers through 2022, a whole nother year. Guys, we, and we know we had the hiatus and everything like that, yeah. and you guys have still come back. There was uh, definitely some love and support with any of the post delays that we had to do, everything like that. So thank you very much for always being a part of, you know, not only our family, but of course the GUI family. Everybody who's been there for us for on multiple levels. Mm-hmm. Uh, and of course, uh, one way that you have done that when you go to GYpodcast.com, you not only listen to the episodes, remember, catch up on all those flagship episodes because they're going to start being archived soon. I mean, you'll still have access to them, but there's not going to be any new ones. That's right. But there's going to be plenty of new content coming. Plenty in of new content, new shows. We are still going. We're still kicking strong. Yeah. Oh, a burpy burp. Yeah, we're not going anywhere. No, we are. We are still here. Hate us, love us. I don't give a fuck. Wait, just listen, and then if you like it, let us know. That would uh, be great. Absolutely. We still have new stuff coming out this next year as well. We're getting back on. We, you know, from the hiatus, we're a little bit delayed, but we're still working on new designs, new stuff for the show. As you can tell, we we've redone our content a little bit, mm-hmm. and so hopefully everybody's been enjoying that. So, uh, since we, we've already gone on enough old man tangents this episode, I'm just going to leave it as another reminder of GYpodcast.com. Check out all the shows. Check out all the episodes. Mm-hmm. Keep your ear out for all the new stuff that's happening. Mm-hmm. Go see our friends at Public for all that wonderful gear. Don't, you know, if you've got some of those gift cards or you've got some of that extra Christmas money you're just waiting to spend, Public is a great place to do yeah. that. Quality shirts. Absolutely. Great designs. Thank you to T Public for all the great gear that they've done, and uh, they've been great supporters of GUI as well. Mm-hmm. So, uh, guys, check out everything. Do what you can. Happy New Year. Happy Holidays. We're coming into 2023. It may be slow, mm-hmm. cautious, but we're coming in strong, and yeah. we're doing it together. Yeah. And take your time, but stay hopeful. That's right, guys. So, appreciate everything. Just don't forget, join us. Or cry. Coming straight from the mouths of madness, I'm Lowdown. I'm F.U. Hunter. Do you love horror? We fucking do. So this is a podcast dedicated to all things in cinematic horror. We're talking movies, television, composers, special effects artists. We're going to fucking cover it. So if you love horror, embrace the madness. GUIPodcast.com <laughs>